everything is hard. Like, so having, you've had a brick and mortar or salon. I've had a brick and mortar ply studio. If that was the route that I decided to go down, absolutely. I know it can be um, over a million dollars for a location. I know how yep. to do that. I've done that for many studios. That has to be the hard I'm going to choose though. The online space, is it scalable? 1000%, but it is a pay to play. So you have your people who automatically know, like, and trust you. And then at some point, you are getting the ads game. You are getting into the challenge. Like you're, there's things to do. You just have to choose like what challenge is going to keep me interested because it's going to be painful some of the time. What is keeping you from growing your business to the next level? I'm Jess Bergio, one of the hosts here for Fast Foundations, the podcast. Between the three of us, my co-host Jim, RT, and I have grown several businesses scaling beyond seven figures. And you know what? Not a single one of those businesses came with a blueprint. For years, we poured time and resources into our businesses, from salons, tech companies, and product-based businesses, navigating success and failures on our own. For all of us though, it began to change in 2019 when we found a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and industry leaders to mentor us. That community was Fast Foundations. Just like the mastermind, we're bringing on experts and having discussions to give you tips to not only improve the foundational skill sets you need, but to also fast track your growth. We'll dive into the core pillars of what will make your business succeed. Whether you have a brand new idea that you're looking to turn into a business, or you're already a successful entrepreneur looking to scale, this community is here to take you to the next level. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Fast Foundations, the podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio, with one of my dear soul sister friends from the very first round of Fast Foundations, the mastermind, Leslie Logan. Welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, we are soul sisters. I mean, we met before Fast Foundations over a jumpsuit, so we go way back. <laughs> yes, and I still have that jumpsuit, by the way, that I've never actually worn in public. And I actually thought about it the other day, you guys, this jumpsuit, I'm not joking. When you listen to this episode, I need you to get off when we're done. I need you to go, if you don't know Leslie, look her up check out her online Pilates, her Instagram, all her things. And imagine this woman walking up with this beautiful red hair, this poppy red lip, and this one-piece uh, black, like, leopard bodysuit. And I was like, who the fuck is this girl? I said, is that your real hair color? And where did she get that outfit? And she was like, hi, nice to meet you too. Not my real hair color, but I love that a hairdresser thinks it is. I'm going to tell my girl. <laughs> and also, um, I will buy that jumpsuit off of you because mine was stolen. So oh my I God. don't have it anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Done. It's vintage now. It's probably worth millions. <laughs> I know. I know. Charge me in the inflation on that. <laughs> I will put it in the mail for you. Um. Oh, my God. Okay. So, so beautiful. I've got to watch your journey over the last couple of years as you evolved into this online space and you pushed through COVID and you transformed and you made so many pivots and changes to do what you're doing now. Can you walk us through what you're doing now with your online Pilates course, what, you, what you're teaching? Like, I know you've evolved so much from training out of the little studio in LA when I met you. I know. So when we, we met... I don't remember what that year what that was. Was that 2019? Yeah, was early it? 2019. Yeah. Early 2019. So, wow. Um, I had a brick and mortar and I had an online Pilates classes. It's called onlinepilatesclasses.com. So, OPC, I'm going to call it for short. And so, I had both. And I'm going to tell you, like, if you're listening to this and you are doing two things, like, it just feels like I remember someone saying you can have your foot on an island and a foot on a canoe, but eventually, like, you're doing the split, so you got to figure it out. And so, I was trying to make mostly the online work. And that's why I joined Fast Foundations because I was making over six figures in my little tiny studio. <laughs> um, 
But since then, what ended up happening after a couple rounds of Fast Foundations, um, my husband came to work for me, which was definitely because of Fast Foundations. And then the pandemic happened while I was in Cambodia. <laughs> that was a trade. wild story. We're going to have to circle back and talk about that because that was yeah, crazy. You weren't even in the country when that happened. That was so crazy. So, um, so we came back and here's what's crazy. Also, another crazy story is in 2019 in the winter, so both my Fast Foundations times had ended and Brad and I were working together or planning 2020, I just said, gosh, I really wish that 2020 had a little bit more like freedom in it. Like I just was, my schedule wasn't so full. I had eight countries, four retreats, all these things. And all I want to do is focus on, on OPC and what I learned with Fast Foundations because what I had learned, I had literally grown my, my membership several times over. So I wanted to spend more time with that. And I made this decision in December of 2019 that in April of 2020, I was going to fire most of my clients at the brick and mortar and just go online because it was already online. And then obviously COVID happened. So <laughs> be careful like, you wish for. The fact that you were already like on the brink of starting something big and going all in on one thing, like th there were so many people that had the opportunity to take advantage because they had already started something be because they knew the online space was where it was moving to. Um, yeah. And it also awakened people who were in a brick and mortar like me that didn't have something fully going in an online space to be like, okay, I can't wait till something puts me in the box again in order to like take the things to like make them, you know, virtual. Yeah. So we definitely benefited from having two years on, on online already. I will say in the beginning, we did get a little bit of a hit because, of course, everyone has doing free Instagram workouts. And I was coaching people in my business side of coaching the world. I was like, stop giving stuff away for free. <laughs> They want to pay you. They, Your clients who already love you want to give you money. So start charging. So what ended up happening in that moment, though, was everything I wanted to do got to happen in March. <laughs> and that year that was so packed, so planned out, got canceled. And um, and with all the things I learned in the and Fast Foundation was the first mastermind I ever did. So all the things I learned from all those coaches, I like literally sat down with my husband and we planned it out. And uh, we actually worked with a coach that is friends of Chris and Lori from Fast Foundations. And she helped us with a little cup, a little bit of like, who's in charge here? Because <laughs> it was my company that my husband came in on. It's like, who is the CEO? And so with all of that information, we sat down, made a massive pivot all in on the online business. And here I am today talking to you and we have over 500 members when I started Fast Foundations I don't I didn't even have a hundred like I remember being in Fast Foundations round two and just dreaming up my first like to hit a hundred members and we have over 500 which might sound a, like a lot given that it's 2022 I don't know when to listen to this but maybe it's being of 2023 and let me just tell you with churn and with competition and saturation in the membership world that is humongous and I did that without ads like I've tried ads. It's never worked. I've had to do that with straight up launches from the tools that I learned in that mastermind and showing up authentically. And so now I have my OPC, which has 500 members. I've been coaching in Pilates instructors since 2010, but I started my membership for them in 2018 as well. And that has over 150 members. I've now coached over 2000 businesses with that. So a lot can happen in a short amount of time. Um, but we sit here in Vegas. I lived in LA when I was in Fast Foundations and now I'm Vegas in a massive house <laughs> built by the things I, the launches I did from a mastermind. <laughs> oh, wild. Okay. So 
you not only have members that take your Pilates classes, that's where you have the 500 members where you get to teach versus could you ever imagine teaching a 500 members in a brick and mortar? Like you'd be working <laughs> 17 hour days. You'd have to be running an agency. You'd have, to, you'd have to have all these people working for you. Like it would be, there'd be so much overhead. You wouldn't that be making- That sounds like chaos. It does. And, but people still do it. And they think that's the only way. And I, I know for, you know, a lot of businesses, they, they haven't thought outside of the box that they put themselves in with a brick and mortar. Especially if you start off doing Pilates, I'm sure you imagine yourself in a studio or training in a studio like that or one-to-one being able to touch clients. And maybe that's for some people, but I mean, the ability to create the revenue that you have based off of having 500 members, that's wild. That's what like a, any local studio would be lucky to have for all of its teachers. Yeah. And I and I will say like, I'm a high functioning introvert. So the online space is really nice for me. Um, but I, I think like, there's room for everybody. And what I do love about what happened in 2020 is it really forced people to try something out that they probably wouldn't have tried. A lot of people tried out virtual. And now people now have access and opportunities. They can go brick and mortar and brick and mortars are thriving, right? Like all the brick and mortars that I, I coach, they're hitting a million dollars plus in, in most places. It's insane. But the online space is not it had a little bit of pendulum swing, but there are people who love that it's whenever they want to do it. So I think you have to really own where you are. And I say that only because it's really easy to go, oh, there's a shiny object over there. Oh, there's a, especially you're listening to this. You're an entrepreneur. You have a lot of ideas. <laughs> it's really easy to go, oh, that's where everyone's going. I promise you, like I have stayed the course and online, even though brick and mortars have opened up and we did not see a swing in our membership just because things have opened up. And I and I credit that to the authenticity that I bring to the platform. And it wasn't a a reaction to the pandemic. It already existed. It was already a space that I was in. Yeah. So let's talk to anybody listening who is curious about starting a membership, because I think a lot of people think that might be the avenue they want to go if they have something to teach and have it be in a membership platform where there's framework around when they show up for the calls, the the you know, stuff can be put in portals or in in classes, or they can leave video, whatever it is, they can have other people come and teach into the membership. If you were to start all over to create this membership, what would be some steps you would do or share with somebody if they also wanted to create a membership for their business? I love this question so much because I really love like demystifying this. A lot of people are told, create a membership, create a membership. Let me just tell you the average membership online, it lasts less than 60 days. And just like podcasting, right? Like the average podcast is at seven episodes. That's the average podcast out of all the podcasts in the world. And why? Because guess what? If you build it, they don't come. That is the thing I love to tell everyone. If you build it, they don't come. You built it. And if that solves their problem and you reach them at the time that they're looking for a solution and you resonate with them, they'll come and then they'll try you out. (laughs) And And then then you... You have to have the secret sauce that connects with them. So if I could start all over in both my, because I have two memberships, if I could start all over, I would 100% do what a, a coach that I actually learned from, from Fast Foundations said to me. She said, I don't let people do memberships unless they've run three, like six week series or four week series or something that's a time stamp, start and stop series that has more than 25 people each time. And the reason is, is because when you put on an open-ended, a membership means it's constantly going. People at this time, you know what, back at the beginning of Netflix, you could have done this and you could be rolling in it. 
But the reality is, is now people know that they don't trust themselves to use their membership. They know that they have a ton of streaming services and they don't use them. And so it is hard to build a membership. And so I would say if you're starting out and you think you want to do that, run some programs, run some challenges, run some series, run some workshops where there's a start, a stop, and there's a high value to it. I'm not saying it doesn't have to be hundreds of dollars, but it can't just be seven. <laughs> it needs to be some sort of investment so people show up. When they show up, they get to know you. They get a win. And if you can do that several times over and you have more than 25 people, then you can do a membership. You can have something where there's a start and a stop with set times and calls that is less of a membership where you have a couple launches a year and there's a series of it. And I would say there's something nice about that. You know when you're on and know you're off. I have a hungry baby and the problem is, is my baby's never going to grow up. I have a membership that will always need X number of classes every single month, no matter how busy I am. I literally just got back a week ago from Cambodia. My husband has to travel. We have three dogs. This is a thing. These are things to think about. I can't film by myself because one, for whatever reasons, I can never get the camera straight. So there's that. Two, even if I could do that, <laughs> I could figure that out because I had to. The dogs just wander around on set. They don't stay where they are. It's a 30 minute class. They're like, oh, she's on the ground. She's my level. Like so. And I can't lock them at a room because they'll just start barking. So I have to film when he is here to take the dogs away. This is a problem because I had one week. We were gone for three of the days. So I had four days to film nine classes. That's like something to keep in mind. You have like you can't you have to have time for those things. And so I will never get like I will never regret starting my memberships, but I really do wish I'd known about having some set things to make sure I had the audience for it because I think I would have grown further faster in both my memberships for sure. Well, and not only that, I always give that advice too when I talk about anybody who wants to start a podcast and like make sure like podcast is, isn't something you want to start and then stop. I mean, you can do seasons like you just said on a podcast once you, if you let your people know that's what to expect. You can do one episode a month. I mean, you don't have to do it the way everybody else does it. But if you want it to grow, you have to put content out there. And so I always tell people that kind of analogy. If you think you want to start a podcast, start an IGTV live series where you're showing up every Monday at the same time, you know, given the same sort of like interview style That's or brilliant. value. Or just test it out, right? For six weeks. Do you love it? Do you want to keep doing it? Are you Can, can you, you keep talking? Do you, yeah. do you run into topics? Like, because you're correct. If you don't have like, I'm... We're about to hit five years of this online platform. I'm a classical police teacher, everyone. Let me just tell you what that means. It means there's an order. <laughs> so there's not a, like a lot of creativity. It starts with 100 it's push-ups. And I still am somehow crumbling up with ideas. If I had actually thought this through, I probably wouldn't have done it. But find ways to practice. So I'm, I'm, I have a podcast I started after I left Fast Foundations, which is called Be It Till You See It. Find a way to act as if you're doing the thing before you do the thing to see if you like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say that a little slower. She has a podcast called Be It Till You See It. And I yeah. love that because I was on her podcast like forever ago when you first started it. And I love the concept of it because you really have to be able to see yourself in that. If you can't see yourself in that vision of what you think you want to create, like maybe you need to rethink what it is that you want to create. Sometimes we see other people doing things that look exciting or like you said, shiny object syndrome. Like, oh, she has a membership. Maybe I should start a membership. Oh, she has a podcast. Maybe I should start a podcast. They're all great avenues to explore and it works for a lot of people. But to say the average podcaster only gets to seven episodes, like that's true. And in the top, there's only 20% of women that do podcasts. If there are any of our entrepreneur women listening, 
Um, and the average membership, you said it was 60 days that people The last time I checked, that was 60 Or people days. stay in a membership. That's the average that someone holds, like the owner of the membership keeps it Before going. they give up. They give up. So the average turn rate of a membership is about 90 days. My membership, if we can get people past four months, we have them for years. But we got to get them past four months. So that's these are numbers you actually have to know. I'm not a math person. I hate details. Thank God I have the people on my team that I do. But I had to figure out like what those things were because when you're pricing things, when you want to put things on sale or, or or those things, you need to know like, well, if someone pays at least for six months of the year, that's more than I probably would get because our people usually t dip out at four months. So these are things like that is not what I thought I needed to know when it came to building a membership. I thought I had to be a good teacher. I thought I had to have the good technology and I just had to get the people there. But actually, like, there's a lot more to it. Hey, it's RT. Thanks so much for listening to the Fast Foundations podcast. I want to see you in the room. I don't want you to just be hearing my and our voices. Let me tell you about the Fast Foundations Mastermind. It's a six month long program and it's our signature program. It's how you join our community. Every time we talk about this amazing community of almost 400 people that have gone through our mastermind that we have here on the podcast that we hear from and our mentors, all that kind of stuff, all the guest speakers, the coaches, all the awesome things that we get to do, it all starts with the mastermind. It's a six-month-long program with two two-day in-person events. One's in Scottsdale, one's in Denver. Yes, they're in amazing, beautiful places. We have them in cool spots because that's fun. We also give you six months with a coach, one-on-one. -on -one. And the most important thing is once you go through that mastermind and you learn from all these amazing speakers that we bring in, learn from your coach, grow with me and Jim and the rest of our team, you get lifetime access to our community. Every single thing that we do is recorded and uploaded into a private platform off of Facebook, off of the social medias, all that kind of crap. And it's saved in one place that you have, again, lifetime access to. So when you join the Fast Foundations Mastermind, which you can learn more about at fastfoundations.com and click on join the community to apply. When you join this mastermind, you're in our community for life. I really hope to see you in the room and I hope to talk to you soon. Well, that's like with any client retention business, like getting a client in is one thing, but retaining that client is actually in, in the long run, usually easier than attaining new clients. So if you can keep the clients you actually get happy, like they will be lifelong people that not only show up, but they also refer you business. They become your affiliates, right? They become your, uh, what do they call them? Like your adversaries in the growing the, in the community. So Okay, so people are like, okay, gosh, that's a lot. I don't know if a membership's for me. Girls maybe are making me think twice about this. But in all honesty, like that's the thing about business. There's so many ways to get from A to B, A to Z, like exploring what things look like and really knowing the behind the scenes. It's like when my friends who don't, who had have babies, right? Like I, my son's 11. They're like, nobody talks about X, Y, Z. And I'm like, yeah, because if they did, nobody would do it. Like, and or, <laughs> and or if you're in it, like, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I, he's 11. I'm not still thinking about the diapers I had to wear after I gave birth. Like, I'm over that. Like, you got through it. You did what had to be done. And now I have a beautiful child who's 11 and I, we, neither of us have diapers on it anymore. So it's like those early stages in business. Sometimes you got to do the things that aren't so sexy and glamorous to get to where you are with 
500 members in one and 150 in the other and like things on rinse and repeat now that you've, you've kind of got it down. So with all that being said, like nothing's not going to be hard work. It's just a matter of what avenue you want to commit to, right? Oh, yeah. Everything is hard. Like, so having you've had a brick and mortar or salon. I've had a brick and mortar ply studio. If that was the route that I decided to go down, absolutely. I know it can be um, over a million dollars for a location. I know how yep. to do that. I've done that for many studios. That has to be the hard I'm going to choose, though. The online space, is it scalable? 1000%. But it is a pay to play. So you have your people who automatically know, like, and trust you. And then at some point, you are getting the ads game. You are getting into the challenge. Like you're, there's things to do. You just have to choose like what challenge is going to keep me interested because it's going to be painful some of the time. And then there's other times that like I see the wins of our clients. You remember this, Jessica? When we were in Fast Foundations, there was a Fuck Yeah Friday. I think it was Jackie Service who started this. Well, I carried that into my memberships. It is still FYF every Friday, no matter what membership you're in. And that, I swear to God, helps me more. <laughs> because I'm like, are we helping people? <laughs> oh, girl, we all stole that. I use it inside my framework for my membership with the Beauty Inspires Beauty. We use it inside Mighty Networks for uh, the Fast Foundation Mastermind current members. Like we carry the FYF. Like we are all about it because you have to celebrate those wins big and small. And it's like tracking them every Friday is just like a fun way to do that. So if you're new to this podcast, that's what we do around here. And I love that that's carried on. Shout out to Jackie Service for giving us that buck yeah friday and if you want to incorporate <laughs> that into your business or how you grow a community you definitely steal it take it use it um we don't need any credit because it's a way to just keep people engaged and usually they can come up with something to share as far as a win so let me ask you this in more detail too because i do have a membership as well and i know a lot of people have a lot of people coming to them asking them questions about whatever the thing is that they they coach or teach to so here they're thinking membership and they're like all right what are some ways that you keep up the level of collaboration and, and the communication going inside the membership so that people feel seen and heard and that they're getting their quote unquote money's worth every month with the membership? So this depends on where you are in the membership, meaning if it's newer, you are going to have to be until you see it. You have to be the energy of the membership that you want them to produce. So in the very beginning, I was the only person posting in the membership group. And people would eventually respond to me, <laughs> but I had to be consistent. And this is showing up, going live in the membership group, even though no one's watching, showing up, posting, saying, oh my gosh, I have this, is, I can't wait for you to try this class. Here's what I hope you get out of it. Like, here's why I, cho why I chose this theme for you. Like, truly, like making sure I was showing up consistently and giving them permission to post. Then eventually people started to post. And so then I could take a step back and let them like could be a little bit more even and more even and now at this point I post probably once a week in my Pilates membership I go live um and then I remind them to post their FYFs on Fridays um so and and sometimes I forget because I'm traveling or whatever and someone starts it off so that's amazing like that's when you know you're like yes I did I trained them well so I think look at the member where you're at in your program, whatever it is, and be the energy you want to see. And once you see it, then that's a sign that you can actually go, okay, I'm not going to take my foot off the gas pedal, but I don't have to be speeding down the road anymore. I can let someone else take the wheel and I can focus on what else I want to pull in for this. And so then I start to look at what questions are people asking? What are they saying? Um, I do a lot of surveys. I love a survey because I want to know what words they're using recently. We ask people, fill in the blank, what has 
and this is for our business coaching membership, what has agency given you? And so we have a hundred words <laughs> that people say agency has given them. And so we can actually like flip through that. So that one, that questions like that are easy ways to get prompts. And then two, I can take information like that and use it to either make sure we're honing in on the things that matter the most to them and not worrying so much about the things that don't. Or I can start to see like, oh, this is what they think it is. And I think it's this. So I it's feedback, right? So so for me right now where I'm at, the the space for retention, the space for making sure people feel seen is slightly different. It's more of a response to their posts. And then in the background, how can I encourage people to feel safe to do that? That's amazing. Yeah. So realistically, if someone's thinking about starting a membership, obviously, if they're just building a new community and they're just getting the word out that they're teaching something or that they're creating a, a course or a project or something, time frame wise, I think people want to know they they want the you know, I posted a couple times, no one's engaging. Like, and I, I feel exactly what you said about being consistent and showing up in that group because I launched my membership and I think I had 25, 26 people that jumped on right away. And I was like, oh, this is going to be cake. Like people were ready. And then it was kind of crickets after that. I get one person, one person, and you get all those people in there. And we talked about this before we hit record around, you know, people showing up for the live calls that are a part of the membership and, you know, the percentage of people that are actually available for each one of those calls in real time. So, you have to take everything into consideration. Just listen to two people that started from basically I started from zero. You started from barely 100 members in your group. Like it takes time and know that it's not a race. It is a, a long, a long, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And if you want to do this consistently, you can. But it's the consistency. It's the showing up. It's getting your messaging right. And it's not giving up when no one's responding to your posts and no one's like clicking on the things. Right. You got to just keep showing up. You're 100 right. It's also not taking it personally. It's not personal, yeah. right? So your posts, first of all, on social media, less than 4% of people see your stuff. And like if it's the holidays, even less than that. So it's not personal. It's a numbers game. When I started OPC, we had five people paying $5 a week, y'all. And now our membership is between $49 and $79 a month. But when I actually joined Fast Foundations, I didn't have 100 members. I had like 45, 50 members. And the things I learned helped me launch. And by end of 2019, I was pretty close to 100 members, but I wasn't there. Like when I say pretty close, I was like 80. And just, you know, there's churn, which means people leave. <laughs> Get those back. With my business coaching group, which I also started that membership in 2018, which is if I had, had been in a mastermind, I wouldn't have done both at the same time. <laughs> so, uh, so I don't, this is not a coaching thing. Don't do two at once. But I started that I had five people. And when 2020 happened, with the pandemic happened, I had 80 people. So it took me one year to get up to 25 people. Next year with coaching, I got it up to 80 people. And I got it there because of stuff I had learned from one of the speakers in Fast Foundations. And I freaking love her. I, I literally have sent her a picture of this house. I'm like, this is the house that you built. Like, if I, I would not be, I, I ran her coaching thing that she taught on and I ran it and I made 60 grand in a weekend. And wow. I doubled my membership. And that allowed us to do a lot of things that we would one buy a house and two, like up level our membership in different ways. And now since since that, since May of 2020, we've always had over 150 people on that membership. That membership, I don't want to grow more than 200. So it stays where it is. But they all started with five. <laughs> and and so you have to be OK with it feeling like crickets because it's the beginning of something. And if that just scares a bejesus out of you. 
you won't you can make more money and less time with private clients in any business coaching hair <laughs> pilates so so choose the hard that you want but if you are in memberships know that those first couple of years are just your high loyals like Jessica you said you had 25 people your high people who know like and trust you they buy and then you have to keep them and then you have to keep them and get new people and that's two different things right like if you've listened to the psychology of money there's a type of psychology that needs to make money and there's a different kind of psychology you have to keep the money there's a type of person you have to be to get clients for your membership and then you have to literally do something different to retain them <laughs> yes and that's that's what being an entrepreneur is all about like i don't i can't think of a job role in the entrepreneur space that you don't have to do both of those things right yeah you're always speaking to the new client you're always speaking to the existing client that's such a good point and i don't know that i've really like looked at it like that in a really long time and it's so true um because I think a lot of people came from either corporate where they weren't responsible for getting clients into the business. Let's just say you worked for in finance or if you worked for a bank or if you worked for anything like business was just there. You showed up, you did your job and you checked off boxes and maybe you overachieved in some areas and you became really good at whatever it was you were doing, whether it was sales or whatever. But you just probably did one thing. You probably didn't have to do multiple things that required different you know, copy to be written for things. You didn't have to say things in different ways. You didn't have to show up as a salesperson and like the the service provider. So yeah, it's one of those things that like give yourself grace if you're listening to this episode and, and thinking, wow, this sounds really overwhelming, but also know that you're probably right where you're supposed to be oh, in what man. you're doing if you're early stage and you're growing like the rest of us were at some point. So, oh yeah. I mean, let me just speak to that for a second because I want to go back to like day one, you and I were in the first Fast Foundations been the second one too. Like we were the, so anyways, the first one though, first day, Amy Ledeen was the first person to go up because to talk and to brag. And she's like, I have done seven figures with my fitness business. And I'm like sitting there like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm so new. Like I'm not new. I've been teaching Pilates for a long time, but I made six figures, over six figures, multiple times in teaching in person solo teaching, not even having like a brick and mortar with teachers in it. So I knew I was a badass in that way. But here I was trying to make seven, like six, I started to make any figures in my online business. <laughs> Let's be real. And I was like, oh, I'm just like this small person. Y'all, when we had to partner up for accountability partners for that group, she looked at me and she was like, do you want to be a partner? And I was like, oh my, yes, I do want you to be my partner because she did seven figures. Of course, I want me, her to be my partner. And she said, yeah, you scare me a lot. I feel like you're a real badass. And I was like, I scare you. <laughs> so like, please be mindful if you're listening to this and thinking like, oh, I'm not there yet. You're not yet. But there's probably something you can teach that I don't know. So yep. please know that like you have so many gifts and that's where being in a group of people and learning from them is amazing because here I was, ba I was like praying inside that she would want to be my partner and she wanted me to be her partner because of what I could bring to her. So just know that that's there and, and be where you are. And, and it sucks to be okay with where you are. But like, there's so much you're going to learn there that I kind of wish I'd enjoyed <laughs> being where I was a little bit well, longer. I mean, we all have imposter syndrome. Let's just keep that like real. and <laughs> well. Like no matter what level you get to, like every new room that you get invited into that's a little bit bigger than the one you were just in, like scares you, of course. And like every single person that's ever come through the mastermind has that same exact story of feeling like, who am I in this big, big room? Like, I'm just little old me. Like, what, what value do I have to offer? And I think that was one of the most beautiful things that I recognized in that space was like, wow, I really do have a lot to offer. I can't, I know more than, I knew more than I thought I knew. And often we don't give ourselves credit. So going back to why Leslie and I continue with the 
fuck yeah Fridays in our groups is because you have to remind yourself every week, you know, if not every day, like of the little things that you are doing and the, and the consistency and the ways that you are showing up. So, you know, staying in membership communities or getting into masterminds is like such a key, you know, role to growth. I know you invest tens of thousands of dollars yearly between you and your husband in, in programs to learn like the next step and the next thing and then yep. bring that back to add more value to your current clients. Yeah. So we did two rounds of uh, Fast Foundations. I was in the first one, which like is it's hilarious how you even found out that was happening because I did listen to Chris and Lori's podcast but at the beginning of the year for my businesses it's chaos so I didn't listen to any of their podcasts and I had been at Bliss Project and they had this moment where they're like hey we have 10 seats left and I was like Brad I gotta sign up for this thing right now there's only 10 seats left I was at that lunch with you when you when you came into there yeah. And I was like, and he was like, how much is it? He's like, that's so much money. And I was like, I know, but I really feel like they could help me. And I feel like this is the next step in my business. I need to go. And he's like, well, you're not spending $40,000 on Pilates equipment. So I guess we can afford <laughs> mastermind. And so I signed up for it in that moment. And I signed up for the next one. And I brought him in. So I paid for us both because I am not the person who does the stuff in the business. He is. I'm like the ideas machine. And in the second one, because of the speakers, we actually met another coach who came in to speak. And it was Brad's accountability coach, Brooks, who convinced him to work with me. So to quit his stuff that he was there in Fast Foundations to build and just be in my business. Yeah. And so that was, I mean, that would have happened if we had not had that conversation because Brooks was in a very unique position. He knew what Brad's life was before because he'd had that same life and he knew what he was like what Brad was stepping into because his wife is a fitness instructor and has an online business. And so but he so he coached him into feeling comfortable, coached me into making sure it was good. We could have done that. And then a year after our second Fast Foundations round, we hired one of the coaches that we learned from there and she's taken us to the next level. And now we're at this place like we had always had this goal that we're going to be in another like Chris's elite mastermind. We wanted to be in that space and coaching I don't think I'll ever not have a coach. You have to have somebody who's like has high level. But when you're in these masterminds, you get to taste test different things that allows you to realize like what kind of coach do I need next? So one of the coaches we hired for Brad in this last two years was a CEO coach because the reality is it doesn't really matter the strategies we do if he doesn't have the leadership skills he needs to have for the team. Yeah. And so I like investing in ourselves for the business is is 1000% like it's on the priority list. It does not get chopped off. And we're like, how do we save money right now? We're like top ramen, but we're getting a $15,000 coach this week. No, <laughs> like, honestly, that's, that's pretty true. <laughs> well, it is true. And I think that's something that not a lot of people talk about in this space. And it's in all fairness, how a lot of people move the needle quicker than somebody else who's not willing to invest at that level. And that's fine if you don't have it to invest in, but know that that's probably the reason or the thing that's holding you back from getting there quicker. Not that you can't get there. I mean, everything's figure outable. You can go to Google University and spend all your time doing that. But, you know, when you pay, basically you're paying to skip the line and learn from people who have already made the mistakes and done the things so that you can learn it faster and quicker. You're correct. And I, I, mean, I always talk about like a mastermind is like taking my business to private school and putting them in a fraternity. <laughs> Yeah, about the I love that. <laughs> yeah, but well, and think about how much, you know, someone pulled this analogy for me the other day because I didn't go to traditional college longer than, you know, a couple of semesters until I decided beauty school was the way. But, you know, 
people that have gone to lawyer, like to become lawyers or to do some really high level things in school have spent. I mean, I knew college was expensive, but the numbers I've heard, like, you know, anywhere from like, just say low tickets, like 60, 70,000 to like 200, $300,000 in debt over student loans doing something or now they're not even doing the thing they went to school for. It I paid $80,000 in student loans okay. for communications it's- degree. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, now you have a pretty good podcast. Now. There's maybe in hindsight, but what we're saying basically is often we don't see things for what they could be. We go off of that traditional box that we're supposed to be put in that. Yeah. That's just, you know, that's just wild. But you're, I mean, like, here's the thing. Like I have a communications degree and I will tell you that everything I learned in college is great, except for that it didn't, yes, I write blogs and yes, I do a lot of communication, but none of it taught me how to like write the blog or how to be on the podcast. It was like, here's theories on communication. And that's great. I'm I'm sure I memorized some stuff and took something from it, but I only am grateful for college because I'm moving to Southern California and it helped me get into the Pilates world. I tell people all the time, like some of the things that you want in this world are going to require an investment. And there are some people who like learn from YouTube and they can do it all on their own, just learning from YouTube. But I will tell you, we'll get there faster with people who can support you. And like, I have friends like you and Jim and RT and all these people who I can just call on. And because we all were in this place together, you know, Jim came to my mastermind and spoke for me. And like we had it one time we had to hire his team because we had to just switch a website. I probably would have been screwed over hiring some random person to do that thing. So I get that these things are investments, but you have to decide like, what do you want? Is this a hobby? Well, then treat it like a hobby. Don't make it a business. But if it's something you want to be doing for your professional life is that you want to make money, then do what people do. Go to private school and get well, the best school you can. Yeah. And that, you, that the key to that, I mean, we talk about your network being your net worth. Like you're so mm-hmm. right. And I actually start sometimes take it for granted how much access I have to people to just quickly ask a question or even have access to them responding to uh, a text or a DM or an email because I've put skin in the game and we all, we all kind of went through, you know, uh, boot camp together, if you will. Like you, you show up differently when you pay to play and people look at you different. Um, someone like, we'll just say, give the Amy example, that seven figure fitness person might not have given you the time of day had she not met you in a common ground space, like the mastermind. So that's a really good, really good point And a good place to like, I think put a bow on it for people who are listening to this. And if you guys are interested in creating memberships, should we do more should we come back and give you more granular stuff on how to really build out a membership? I think Leslie and I could jam out on that and talk about oh, yeah. that more if that's something you guys want um, to dive into for your business. But I'm just so happy and proud of you for all the things you've done. And you mentioned that your podcast is in the top 2% of podcasts right now. Like, can we just like talk about that for a hot second? Yeah, that's um, that's like a really big deal. <laughs> oh, it's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so be it till you see it. You know, I started this because I am building some of my companies to sell. And I want, I know that like podcasts actually can take some time to build. So (laughs) they really do. It's consistency. It's all the things that a membership is, but I wanted to start it sooner than later. And I also wanted to answer a question and provide support for people. I always say this question, you're so confident. Everything you do works out. It's so great. I'm like, really? That's what you think. (laughs) I'm so scared all the time. So be it till you see it is basically like, how I do everything. I act as if I know what I'm doing. So that, and then I do that. And then eventually I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and, you know, um, which means like 
when uh, before Brad came on my team, it was like acting as if I if I was a CEO who actually knew how to be a CEO. What would I do with this actual problem I have? Oh, I probably would delegate it off to somebody who knows how to do that. I wouldn't be trying to like figure out my own bookkeeping right now. And so so that's a be it till you see it. That's stories of people who sharing how they got where they are. Or I bring in people who talk about topics that might be why you can't. Did you know your hormones, ladies, can really be screwing you up? And also like, yeah, uh-huh. And I'm hitting 40. And I'm pretty sure because both my mom and my grandmother had hysterectomies younger. So like, I don't actually know when this menopause thing is about to happen, but like that's supposed to screw things up. So, <laughs> so I bring in guests that talk about how stress can affect you from feeling confident, how your cycle can affect you, like how your health can do that and different ways that we can be it till we see it because it can be in business. It can be in your relationships. It can be in your life. And so, um, so yeah, 2% where we just dropped the 152nd episode. So, I mean, in less than two years, I'm super proud of it. Um, and it's, it's a really easy conversation to listen to. There's sometimes there's, there's a lot of times business stuff because my husband only wants to talk about that on the recaps. (laughs) So you'll get a lot out of it. That's awesome. No, and you're just so fun to listen to. And you, you, everything's so conversational. And I love, I don't know about other people listening to podcasts, but when people talk too slow on podcasts, I have a hard time keeping up. So I'm like, talk faster. I want to know all the things. <laughs> I always tell people, walk faster. If I'm listening when I'm walking, I'm like, if they talk faster, then I should, it's instead of listening to music, I can walk faster. Oh my gosh. So, so secret. My husband and I listen to every podcast at 1.5 speed. And sometimes he listens to things on 2.0. Oh and I don't know how he does it. But I've had guests where I'm like on the intro, I'm like, look, I'm already a 1.5 speed talker. This guest is too. So put this back on one. But, <laughs> well, but that's I, hilarious. I hear you on that. It's, you know, but I, y- y'all, I hope that like, I just thank you for bringing me on this. And I just have to say to everybody in the Fast Foundations family, like, I wouldn't be where I am if it hadn't been meaning for you guys in that exact moment. It was such like, and and the relationship, I still call upon those people. And so no matter what you decide to do, like, make sure you give yourself permission to put yourself in a room that scares the fuck out of you. That's a mic drop moment. And, and I will just leave you guys with that. If you love this episode, let us know. Um, and share it with someone who who could get a little inspo from maybe starting a uh, membership or is just interested in learning more about Fast Foundations, the mastermind, where you can check it, check all that out at fastfoundations.com. Leslie, thanks so much for hanging out with us on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in. For more free business tips like this, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at fast.foundations. What was your biggest takeaway from this episode? We want to know. Tag us on Instagram, share this episode with a friend, and leave us a five-star rating and review so we can reach more incredible entrepreneurs like you. We're so glad to have you as part of our community. Go to our website, fastfoundations.com, for details on our next in-person event. This podcast is sponsored by Carter & Custer Agency at carterandcuster.com.